Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. I am so excited about our guest because most people that know God know about repenting of sins, but few recognize they could have an ancestor four generations back whose name they've never even heard of. But because of the open door of sin, Generation after generation after generation has sickness, heart trouble, cancer. Generation after generation after generation has divorce running through the family, poverty running through the family, uh, going to prison even. And these doors can be shut, and they're going to be shut for you today. Comedians on television make fun, the devil made me do it. It's almost like they, they don't think there really is an invisible world. They don't think there is really a devil. They don't think there are really demons. But have I got proof positive for you? Uh, Graham Walsh, my guest, uh, what did you th tell me the circumstances of how this picture was taken briefly? Okay, said. So Back in my early days in Christianity, myself and my wife were part of the youth group. In fact, we headed it up. We got some kids saved, and we said, we're going out to the... And, and by the way, if you couldn't tell, he's from New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> That's the accent we're going to use in heaven. Anyway... Um... Oh, I thought it was Hebrew, but okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so we decided to go down to the local river, and uh, we said, bring, it, bring back your old uh, stuff that's no good. Bring, bring your... Not CDs, of course, it was 20 years ago, cassettes, LPs in those days, and just paintings that are not good. So we brought them all down and we lit a big bonfire. It was a little bit cold, so we lit the bonfire really to burn the stuff and just to warm up people after they were I, I mean, These were things like uh, acid rock music, uh, uh, they were cassettes back then, uh, books on witchcraft, uh, uh, just books on New Age, and they, they did a bonfire. Uh, and. Uh, and you took this picture, and I've got the picture right in front of me, and it is loaded with faces of demons. What did you think when you saw the picture? Well, I was just amazed. You know, I, I just took the photo just to say, oh, well, we did this. You know, that was it. And I, when we come back and we got the film back, we looked at the picture, and oh, my gosh, there was those photos of demons. And so it just really proved to me that, yeah, we can't see these things, but we have seen them in this. 
They are very real spiritual beings. Oh, as far as I'm concerned, it's proof positive. Uh, now, when people think of generational curses, uh, unfortunately, they think of a very famous family in the United States, the, the Kennedy family. Uh, and of course, you did some research on the beginnings of Joseph Kennedy. Joseph Kennedy. Joseph yes. Kennedy, and uh, we know his. Uh, involvement in uh, illegal alcohol and things of that nature. Uh, but listen to the tragedies. I mean, I, I knew a couple, but, but listen to this list. Uh, in 1941, Rosemary Kennedy uh, had a lobotomy. Uh, Joseph Kennedy Jr. died in a plane crash. Uh, Kathleen uh, Cavendish uh, died in a plane crash in France. Uh, Jacqueline Kennedy had a stillborn daughter. Uh, Patrick Kennedy uh, died right after his birth. Uh, President John Kennedy assassinated. I, I'm not going to go on, but you can go pages, these curses. Um, I, I'm just overwhelmed, and I'm also overwhelmed of uh, you're involved in praying for a lot of sick people, and you did a survey of how many of the people that were sick had some sort of demonic door that was open. What did you find out? did this in 2004, 90% of the people I prayed for had a demonic cause that was causing them to be sick or diseased, 90%. Generational curses, spirit of infirmity, association with uh, Freemasonry and the occult. Well, you know, you know what I find when I study the scriptures? Uh, Jesus prayed at least a third of the time to cast demons out of people. Here in the West, uh, we, you know, we're squeaky clean. We don't do it. But what if a demon is causing this sickness versus just an ordinary sickness? And if you go after the ordinary sickness and don't go after the demon, no one's going to get healed. So you've got to really understand the difference between the two. Now, these generational curses are awful things. For instance, you shouldn't be alive right now. Tell me about the, the heart problems in your family. Yeah, we have four generations of heart disease in my family. My dad had his first heart attack when he was 38. Uh, he went on to have at least three a year. I, I grew up visiting my father in hospital. Uh, my brother, uh, he's a small guy. Uh, he had his first heart attack at 50, uh, no, sorry, 48. He had quadruple bypass at 54. Uh, just back up, my dad had quadruple bypass at age 60. My sister, Angina, high blood pressure, she's had two shunts. That was the second generation. Third generation, my niece was born with a hole in her heart and died at the age of two years old having surgery to repair the hole. And uh, four years ago, my sister, who was unsaved at that time, her four-year-old son, develop, grandson, developed heart murmurs. So one, two, three, four generations of heart disease. And how about on your wife's side of the family? On my wife's side, there's uh, gallstones. It's interesting, at the age of 21, my mother-in-law, uh, my wife and my sister-in-law all came down with gallstones. Interesting enough, also this sudden death on my wife's side. Uh, her grandfather, grandmother and auntie all died totally unrelated in the space of six weeks. Her dad and her three uncles all died between the ages of 46 and 48. If you hadn't broken the curses in your side of the family and on her side of the family, you don't know for sure, but do you think you'd be here right now? No, I'd be dead. All right, you heard that. Now, there are curses in your family, and we're going to get rid of a number of them and show you how to get rid of them. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
Are you or your family experiencing the following ongoing traits? Scatteredness of mind, a lack of concentration, depression, uncontrollable anger, bitterness, resentment, worry, or stress. Do you and members of your family suffer from constant financial problems? Are you seeing a trend of specific sicknesses in your life that can be traced back through your family line? You could be suffering from generational curses. Graham Walsh wants to help set you free to walk in every promise of God for your life. We'll be back with more in just one moment. Call now and get Graham Walsh's vital three-part audio CD teaching, Freedom from Generational Sins and Curses, and his easy-to-understand how-to manual. Yours for a donation of $36. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9156. Through this three-part audio CD teaching, you will learn how to break free from the effects of sins and generational curses. Know if a generational curse is operating in your life and family. Be filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit and power. Walk in the supernatural authority to access God's promises. Become a victor instead of a victim. Obtain new appreciation for the power of communion in breaking curses. Through Graham's How-To Manual, you will understand the three major types of curses, definition of generational curses, how curses are active in your life, entry points for generational sins and curses, indicators that curses are operating in your life, your role in breaking curses. Both the audio CDs and the how-to manual includes anointed prayers and instructions on taking communion to break every form of generational curse. Don't miss out on getting Graham Walsh's vital three-part audio CD teaching, Freedom from Generational Sins and Curses, and his easy-to-understand how-to manual. Yours for a donation of $36. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9156. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9156 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Graham Walsh. And uh, Graham, what is a generational curse? A generational curse is a prayer or invocation. Now, the word invocation means to call down. We don't use it very often today. To bring harm, injury, or evil upon someone. And it involves a supernatural power to do that, which is the enemy. So that is a curse, but that can come down through the generations. That is the first way, a direct curse, saying uh, something like, I hate you, I hope you get cancer and die. But the second one is the one that most people don't know about it. Sins and curses are part of the spirit world. They happen here on earth. But uh, the spirit world is eternal. And so uh, what happens if we sin today and we forget to repent of it, that opens a legal doorway in the spirit world. So bottom line is today's sin that you can forget of, said, can become tomorrow's generational curse in your family. Give me a couple of scriptures that talk about curses pass on to up to four generations. Yes. Exodus 20, verse 4 to 5, uh, talks about, I am the, the jealous God visiting the iniquities uh, uh, to the third and fourth generations. And an unusual one, it's in uh, Lamentations 5, verse 7, it says, Our fathers sinned and are no more, but we bear their iniquity. So if we don't close that door, it's an open door for the demonic. Uh, now, there are, there are two famous people I want you to talk about very briefly. Max Jukes. Mm -hmm. Max Jukes. This, Max Jukes was part of a survey done in the 18th century. Uh, he was a, an avowed... Uh, atheist. He had about 563 descendants traced. He didn't believe in God. He was a drunkard. 
and his descendants were prostitutes, paupers, jail inmates, murderers, totally ungodly heritage. And then there was a man called Jonathan Edwards, who Christianity, the revivalists may have heard of. They, he was a godly man. They traced just under 1,400 of his descendants. And the list goes on and on. It's just amazing. The senators, congressmen, mayors, military officers, doctors, lawyers, phys- you name it. Um, one became uh, uh, vice president, one became controller of the treasury. And here's the whole key to it today. Generational sin is not our own sin, but we live with the effect of it. So what we're doing today, we want to stop the effect. You know, some people get hung up. It's, my sin was forgiven at salvation. You are dead right. But this is not your sin. Hmm. This is your ancestral sin. And the Bible is very clear that it can go down to three or four generations. Tell, tell me um, a bit about these, these sins. How do you... Uh, you you're involved in communion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know about communion. But he does not have one of these supernatural prayer sessions to get people free unless he has communion. Why is communion so Uh, important? Communion is the most powerful weapon in deliverance and praying for people. Um, If I can just talk about that for a minute. Passover meal is a great example. The Passover meal is really a picture of Jesus, the spotless lamb, dying for our sins. When When the people had the Passover meal, they're instructed to kill the spotless lamb, paint the doorposts with the blood, eat the lamb, and then leave Egypt. But what happened there? Something miraculous happened that night. It says in Psalm 105, verse 37, they left Egypt laden with silver and gold, and none were feeble. The word feeble is sick, poorly, lacking strength. That was their condition before the Passover meal. And they, so I am presenting this today. I believe totally when we have communion, we can, we can be physically healed. And also they were delivered twice at that time. When they painted the doorposts with the blood, they were delivered number one from the destroying angel and number two from Pharaoh, who was a symbol often in the Old Testament of, of Satan holding God's people in bondage. So what I believe when I have communion, you can come to the table and claim your healing and deliverance. Tell me about the man that you had communion with that uh, was in Korea. Oh, yes. That's, <laughs> that's, when, when I tell this story, we don't do this all the time. Okay. I was in Korea, and this, uh, we were preaching, and uh, this man was manifesting, and I had to talk through an interpreter. And as I spoke to the pastor, this man had been in the church for four years. But every time the anointing of God came on him, he manifested demons. So what had happened was that the, the pastor had assigned four men permanently to him every time he comes to church to hold him down. Oh, and I'm thinking, are, are you for real? I said, well, <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said uh, how, how would you like him in your church? <laughs> how would you like him in your church? <laughs> and so anyway, he was shaking and baking on the floor. And uh, <laughs> Is that where that term came from? <laughs> I think so. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I said to the pastor, go and get communion. So we went and got communion, and I got down beside this guy, and I... In my younger days, I had been involved in a few physical activities, so I put my arm around him quite tightly. And so you're going to have communion. Of course, the demon didn't want that, and he's going... So I got the communion, I I, I grabbed him, and I put the communion in his mouth, and I went like this. And I I held his nose, and I held held his chin until he swallowed it. And within 10 seconds, that man was totally set free. 
Did you hear that? Within 10 seconds, he was set free. You have no idea the power of the communion. I mean, if, if you understood it, you'd be doing what the first Jewish believers in the Messiah did. Do you know what they did? They had communion at every meal. Yes. Talk about, I mean, it's not once a month or once a year. It's not in a congregation. Every meal they had communion. And by the way, uh, you know, they didn't drink water back then because it wasn't too healthy. They, they would have wine as their choice of beverage. They'd have bread at a meal. So that's what the Messiah was saying. Listen, think about the power of my resurrection every time you have a meal. You get it? Okay, we're going to be right back, and I'm going to have Graham pray for you. Is that okay? You want him to pray for you? We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! Sid Roth has found the key to worldwide revival. This is God's time to reach the Jewish people with His love. Messiah Jesus has torn down the wall dividing Jew and Gentile. The two together form one new man to reach the world. God's method to reach the Jewish people is through signs and wonders. This is why our website, SidRoth.org, is jam-packed with tools to equip you to move in signs and wonders, understand Israel, and the Jewish roots of the church. Log on to SidRoth.org today. We now return to It's Supernatural! Hello, Sid Roth here with Graham Walsh. And uh, Graham, this is such a mystery area to most believers in the Messiah, and they know nothing about these curses. Tell me indicators of there might be a curse op operating in so-and-so. There's a number of indicators, Sid. First one would be mind problems. Scattered thinking, maybe depression, uh, unable to get your thoughts, suicidal thoughts, and we're talking ongoing things. Ongoing. That, that's the key here. Uh, the, another one is um, sickness. 75% uh, of the people who go to the doctor today have what they call psychosomatic illness, which means it's an illness that starts in your mind, maybe worry, stress, unforgiveness shame, something like that, but manifests itself out in the body as a, as a disease. And you have tests and they can't find out anything wrong with you. Uh, spiritual slumber, hard to get into the things of God, hard to pray, hard to study. Uh, another one is lack of finance. You work well, uh, you're wise, but you just can't seem to be ahead. I had that one over me. And praise God, it's been broken because we came in 2001 to America. We weren't allowed to work because we are on a visa. So we prayed our money in every week. I just encourage you that because we've owned our own house for nine years now. God, eh? Jehovah uh, Jireh, amen, a personal banker. Uh, we have compulsive behaviors. <laughs> Another one is barrenness, unable to conceive. And that we, we usually think of that with women, but it can affect men too because uh, God wants us to uh, multiply. Uh, and of course, um, violent death, early death, like the Kennedy family. It's, it's just absolutely amazing. You, you even point out sometimes people join 
fraternal orders, and yes. they don't have a clue yeah. uh, what the higher-ups believe, but they suffer the consequence. For instance, your, I believe it was your grandfather was a Mason. Yes, that's right, and it brought a lot of curses on, on us. Um, the whole secrecy thing in Masonry, where they go from the different steps from 1 to 33, they have a different ceremony every time, but every time they have to agree, if they tell, tell the truth, they have this, these things happen to them. And some of the things are like pulling the tongue out by the roots, cutting of the throat, plucking your heart out, disembowelment, taking your brains and, and, out. You know, even though people think, you know, they, they, they laugh and they joke about it, a curse is a curse. Well, what happened when you broke the curse uh, that your grandfather opened up for you? Uh, I think you said skin disease. Yeah, one of the things, well, I, I've had skin problems a lot of my life, and, but one of the things I've found working in the healing rooms day after day over the years, there seems to be a, co a connection between skin problems and the Masonic Lodge. Uh, mm. I've seen some amazing healings after we've broke the, uh, the spirits associated with that, and people's skin have returned to normal, even in one case after 50 years. Uh, you know, a lot of people are afraid of the demonic. Well, you should understand, but once you understand and understand what the Messiah did for you, that, that, that's why Graham always says communion before he prays these prayers. Uh, but tell me about the vision you had of your authority. I'm blessed that God speaks to me in some visions, and I'm a very simple guy, and he gives me simple visions. I love that. I was just, just standing in the car park, and the devil walked up to me and said, huh? Graham Walsh, I can deal with you. And then in the vision, he looked over my shoulder and he saw the Lord standing behind me. And he got a bit of a twitch. Then he looked over my left shoulder and he saw the Holy Spirit standing there. Then he looked over my head and he saw God the Father standing there. Then he looked over the shoulder of the Lord and he saw the legions of angels standing behind them. Then he looked over the shoulder of the Holy Spirit and he saw the thousands of martyrs standing behind them. Then he looked behind the angels and he saw the heavenly creatures. And then he looked behind the martyrs and the saints that have gone ahead of us. I said, Lord, why, what are you showing me? Why are you showing me this? And the Lord said, Graham, I am enough. But when you confront the devil, he said, the fullness of heaven is standing behind you. How do you like that? I like that. I like that. Do you like that? Okay. Graham, I want you to pray a supernatural prayer. I'll repeat it after you, yes. and I want you to repeat this after uh, Graham, and I want you to repeat this after Graham, and I believe there's going to... What area do you want to address? Well, we're going to address heart today, but I, I sense also a word of knowledge that generational cancer in here today, and particularly a lot of people generational cancer and long-term pain. But, but we'll, we'll, we'll of, just stick with the heart. Pain, uh, I had a word of knowledge as we were starting uh, this segment that there are people that have a pain in their neck and in their head, like a migraine or headache or something. If you'll move your head, come on, studio audience, if you have a pain, don't do it if you don't have a pain. But if you have a pain, test it. Test it right now. You at home. Uh, what, what do you think? I'm ignoring you? No, <laughs> you test it too. You'll see, you are here. I think that that vision was fabulous that you had. God is more than enough. Let's pray. Okay. Well, Father, today we thank you that you're a God of deliverance. You love us too much to leave us the way we are. So, Father, today in Jesus' name, I take authority against the generational curses of heart disease, of long-term pain, that have come down through family that are, that are affecting men and women of God. 
I bind those generational curses in Jesus' name. I bind their cause, their power, and their effect in Jesus' name today, and I break their hold. I command those curses broken. I command all pain leave their bodies right now in Jesus' name. I command every part of the body from the top of the head to the bottom of the toes to return to normal function. And Father, I ask right now that the blessings that have not been able to be released because of these curses would be released today. God's favor and God's blessing. We speak it, we declare it, and we ask that you release it in Jesus' name today. Amen. Now, lead, lead us in a prayer where I'll repeat after okay. and All you'll right. repeat All right. after. Okay. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Today. Today. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. For the effect. For the effect. Of generational sin. Of generational sin. In my family. In my family. It was not my sin. It was not my sin. But it is affecting me. But it is affecting me. Scripture is clear. Scripture is clear. That we are to repent. That we are to repent. For our father's sins. For our father's sins. And we do this today. And we do this today. I repent, Lord. I repent, Lord. I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Please forgive me, Lord. Please forgive me, Lord. I ask that you come in today suddenly, Lord. I ask that you come in today suddenly. I ask that I have a Malachi 3.1 experience today. Malachi 1 experience today. Which is the suddenlies of God. Which is the suddenlies of God. Suddenly I will be healed. Suddenly I'll be healed. Suddenly I will be delivered. Suddenly I'll be delivered. Suddenly I will be set free. Suddenly I'll be set free. Suddenly there will be salvation in my family. Suddenly there will be salvation in my family. You speak that in faith today. I speak that in faith today. Even though I may not feel like it. Though I may not feel like it. I speak in faith. I speak in faith. That this will happen. That this will happen. Because God's promises are true. Because God's promises are true. And can affect a thousand generations. And can affect a thousand generations. I receive my healing. I receive my healing. I receive my deliverance. I receive my deliverance. In Jesus' name today. In Jesus' name today. Amen. Amen. I am so excited because I serve the God that is more than enough. Repent for your sins, believe Jesus died for them, and make him your Lord. Are you or your family experiencing the following ongoing traits? Scatteredness of mind, a lack of concentration, depression, uncontrollable anger, bitterness, resentment, worry, or stress. Do you and members of your family suffer from constant financial problems? Are you seeing a trend of specific sicknesses in your life that can be traced back through your family line? You could be suffering from generational curses. Graham Walsh wants to help set you free to walk in every promise of God for your life. We'll be back with more in just one moment. Call now and get Graham Walsh's vital three-part audio CD teaching, Freedom from Generational Sins and Curses, and his easy-to-understand how-to manual. Yours for a donation of $36. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9156. Through this three-part audio CD teaching, you will learn how to break free from the effects of sins and generational curses. Know if a generational curse is operating in your life and family. Be filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit and power. Walk in the supernatural authority to access God's promises. Become a victor instead of a victim. Obtain new appreciation for the power of communion in breaking curses. Through Graham's How-To Manual, you will understand the three major types of curses, definition of generational curses, how curses are activated 
activated in your life. Entry points for generational sins and curses. Indicators that curses are operating in your life. Your role in breaking curses. Both the audio CDs and the how-to manual includes anointed prayers and instructions on taking communion to break every form of generational curse. Don't miss out on getting Graham Walsh's vital three-part audio CD teaching, Freedom from Generational Sins and Curses, and his easy-to-understand how-to manual. Yours for a donation of $36. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9156. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9156 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural, my guest tells me that this is a now, N-O-W, a now moment for you to experience the assistance and help of angels. There is a special angel whose name is Breakthrough.